One, two, three. Welcome to the table uh, with Cliff Hurt. Um, and I am lucky enough to have uh, this great dude uh, I met a while ago. And I, we'll talk about that a little later. You guys know I like to talk about that later. Um, what we do at the table is tell stories. Uh, his name is Mason Devereux. And uh, looking forward to our conversation yeah, here. You know what we do. Um, we start with our story, um, wherever you want to start from. Um, things that you find really important that, you know, like led to who you are now. Uh, we'll transition using like how we met um, and talk about what you're doing now. And then we'll yeah share sure. some, some fun stuff toward the end. Thanks so much for having me oh, um, my pleasure. at this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's been an absolute pleasure, obviously, knowing you like, for it's been it's been brief has it been like a couple months something like that oh man it's been like more than a year it's now, more than right? a year now. Yeah. It's, okay there we go it's been a year so to answer your question <laughs> uh my story uh born and raised in perth yep um my father very hardworking mm-hmm. car salesman yep uh and so growing up i was uh always around larger than life personalities yeah. you know car salesman it's a one of those professions that are up there you know not not very trustworthy but if you do spend some time with car salesmen in perth they are a riot they're really fun they're really entertaining to be around um and then i learned a lot uh, about self-discipline with dad growing up because i um, first aspiration for any australian bloke out there is to try and play uh, football for the West Coast Eagles football <laughs> team. So he, he would just like... The Eagles. Yeah, yeah. He, he would just like literally on the football field when in, I was training and I initially couldn't kick the ball to yeah. save my life. I was hopeless. <laughs> I, I got to the point where I was quite competent. Um, but he would like instill discipline into me and that was really great. And then mum's always been very nurturing and yes. kind throughout and that that's, uh, that's great because yep. you've got the very stoic masculine figure yeah. in my father. Yep. And then I've got my very like nurturing, caring, albeit she does um, pull the mickey out of me. <laughs> so, so, so that's a very, very um, strong personalities on, on both my yeah. mother and father. And that's kind of a, I suppose, which molded me into the person that I'm, I am today. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. And like, I guess, what were you like as a child? Um, how would you describe, like, um, your childhood and being in Perth? And, um, yeah, you know, obviously you wanted to play footy and stuff like that. Um, but what was it like for you in school, um, with, you know? like Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, and it actually does touch on uh, how I found my first passion. Yeah. So I was one of those types of dudes, especially in primary school. I did the exact same thing in primary school and high school. So I explain. <laughs> so... Typical uh, primary school experience for me was get along with some real good mates that were into like gaming or anime or whatever the heck it might be. Uh, integrate myself nicely, form really strong friendships and then get to the point where I'm like, hey, do I want to like be an individual and just walk away from these really cool people, yeah. real genuine people and try and, you know, hang out with the cool people? Yes. Um, and because there's obviously social pushback from an outsider of the group going towards the quote-unquote popular people, yeah. um, that results in... Uh, everyone goes through it. Yep, yep, a bit of bull- right. bullying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that resulted in me, I suppose, uh, writing. Yep. Uh, so initially writing was like an escape. Yep. Um, I didn't write anything uh, that depressing. I think I, I remember the first thing that I ever wrote that actually... Um, won me something, won yes. like a prize uh, in private school. Literally, everyone's aware in Perth of uh, Ben Cousins. Yeah, yeah. So the whole premise of the story is the Australian football. So the, the leather, the mm-hmm. ball that you're kicking mm-hmm. around the field, they came to life. 
and th- these <laughs> literally came to life and they started uh, attacking, um, you know, sportsmen for kicking their ass. <laughs> literally, so I, I literally wrote that story. Um, and then, yeah, I just have always kept it with me. Yep. I, I have put the pen down from time to time. Um, but I do feel as though it's one of those things that's really important. If you really want to introspect yep. uh, with your sense of self, yep. having said that, Cliff, yep. there's always a time to engage with the real world. Yeah, of course. Because if you get super into writing, you become so self-centered. And I realize that too. Yeah, like man. I, I go through that. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, man. Um, uh, well, I'll keep, I know I'll, I'll get into like some writing a little bit later. Obviously, I've read some of your stuff and like we'll touch on that. Sure. Um, but yeah, man, fascinating um, already. Like I have so many questions for you, um, but let's go back. So um, and then uh, so writing, using writing as an escape um, in like your high school, like trying to fit in and this, that and the other. Um, I guess I asked somebody this last time, but like, I mean, Perth for me is a new city. Um, how is Perth? Have, how have you seen Perth change? Um, what have you noticed uh, okay. as somebody who's been here? Um, you know, and, and seeing it grow as a city, seeing it expand. I, oh. thi- I think Perth is by far one of the most livable cities. Yes. Uh, everyone that's gone to the eastern states, I've never lived there, mm-hmm. but my friends that have gone there have told me that it's a very livable uh, state to be in. I, I love Perth. Yeah. Um, I, I think the only thing that I experienced growing up with Perth is because it's such a small family town. Yes. I could say something to you, Cliff, <laughs> and if we weren't if we weren't solid mates. Well, someone, you know, <laughs> we we said that, you know, south of the river, and then by the end of the day, someone from north of the river talks. Oh, man, so listen. the town is very much based on the word reputation. Oh, man, listen, 100%. I, what, I, what I do know about being here is that, like, everybody knows everybody, so... Yeah, six degrees of separation. Hundred percent. Oh man, like yeah. I was with somebody. Trent was like, uh, my partner was like, I was sitting at a d- dinner table the other day, and somebody was like, I heard I need to go to uh, do some yoga, and then like, yeah, somebody was like, ah, oh. then the brother, uh, the friend whose table he was at, the brother-in-law was like, yeah, I heard there's this guy at Mount Lolly, this black guy. And then my partner was like, oh, that sounds like my partner. <laughs> and then someone was like, pretty sure that's your partner. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So, I mean, like it is very, you oh, know. It's, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's good. Yeah, it's a right? beautiful thing. In that right, because um, I, I like to believe, especially when I, when I touch on reputation yes. in a small town, I like to believe that everyone, for better or worse, do give uh, people uh, chances to kind of evolve and mature as they grow up. And that gives them the opportunity to, um, you know, reinvent themselves, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. it's <laughs> Mason, I knew you'd do this to me. <laughs> All right. So with Mason, guys, I'm going to have to like, uh, we, we can talk. We can talk for hours. Of course we can. Um, and we've, we've done it before. <laughs> um, and so I have to keep our time. <laughs> I have to like watch the time. Um, but you hit on something that I was uh, listening to. Um, and um, I think it was uh, Aisha uh Kayambi, she's a British, uh, like artist, like writer, um, and she was saying one of the things that she was saying is that like oftentimes though we don't, you know, we ideally we want to do that, right? But we sometimes we don't. We don't give people that room or space to grow, or we feel w- there's a lot of pushback yeah. in that. Um, and so um, it's interesting that you say that because sometimes when you are from a town, um, I think if you are evolving and kind of openly evolving, then people kind of anticipate or expect that of you. Australians are very conservative. I think that comes down to the conservative nature of Australian culture. Mm-hmm. And when I'm talking about a person reinventing themselves, t- people typically speaking don't like 
they, they don't necessarily mind change. I don't mm-hmm. think people mind change, but they don't like change that's too too much too soon. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and dye my hair blonde and have tattoos like Justin Bieber and yeah. be in a pop star video. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to do that, <laughs> but, but it's, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, but like, right. I mean, yeah. You, you're taking me to some places that I won't go into yet. <laughs> cool. So let's uh let's jump into so i i kind of got a a, a grasp of like you know who you are there and um so uni um did you initially go right to uni out of uh high school or i didn't i um so i spent the best part of three years Mm -hmm. so finished high school went straight into car detailing so cleaning cars yep and then after that, I worked for my mum's, uh, you know, camper trailer business. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so that was great. Um, and he he pushed me in the direction of university at 21. Okay. So I didn't, I didn't go straight from uh, high school to university. Yep. Uh, so, so, yeah, I'm at the back end of my commerce degree, one unit left, and yep. I intend to do a law degree after that. Congrats, man. Yeah, Thanks, I know man. you've been working really hard, man. I've been seeing you around uh, every time I'm trying to catch up with this guy. He's like, bro. I got school. I got work. I'm like, you know yeah, what? Yeah. I've been there. Should I've we, been there. We talk about that. Because <laughs> I, I feel as though like everyone that gets in that kind of hustle mind mentality. Yeah, man. Sometimes I think it's an excuse. Because like, I, I, I really, <laughs> if I look at it sometimes, it's like, there's not enough self-care there. Sometimes you burn the candles at both ends yeah, and man. you go, oh, I have to be busy. Like even when you're not busy, oh, I have to be doing something. Yeah, man. Well, well come on. I mean, like, <laughs> I, bro, I've yeah. been there before in my yeah. life uh, yeah. many times, and I'm getting to a place. So I just want to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man. Like it's yeah. the it's um, I think it's something about um our culture, and I think it's something about the speed of um how we're using social media, and sure. um it uh. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, "Man, it looks like you have it all together." I was like, "But nobody's showing their, <laughs> nobody's showing their their problems, right?" Sure. Um, and so I think that has now become a thing where we feel like we need to be busy, and we, you know, like you said, we haven't been we haven't been uh, taking care or like redefining what self care looks like. Because I think yeah. you can be active on social media, and I think you can be working and trying to share this stuff and build a profile. Mm. Um, but like that self care is really really important. It may look it may just look like taking taking an hour or two away from the phone a day, exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and like reading a book or doing something like different. Um, or yeah. you know what I mean. Um, so it's interesting you say that. Uh, let's keep going, man. Um, sure. so yeah. Let's move into how we met. Um, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I can immediately compared you to Will Smith. <laughs> you remember that? You remember that? Yes, sir. <laughs> so wrong in so many ways, but I, I mean, Will Smith is good. <laughs> in retrospect, you know, now like, that we know what's happened I'm recently Will, with Will, I'm Will, Will, you know, yeah, like yeah. I mean, I'm, this, was was, this was before what happened to Will recently. Ah, <laughs> uh, the tears. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> So we met at uh, youth, youth Youth Jam Youth, jam youth Radio, FM, yeah. um, and um, we met through a young man um, that you're working with named Isaac, mm-hmm. um, an incredible young man. Um, and then that was all she wrote. Um, you were doing some work there. Yep. Um, we had just come on as host at that time. I'm pretty sure we were just coming on. Yeah, as the the radio station was literally at a time yeah. where. I suppose it was transitional. Want to get that base? I don't know. I should. Should I get that? Get that base. <laughs> you should answer it on air. 
So we got Mason back. <laughs> <laughs> my phone number, my phone number, Cliff, is two out there. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got. I feel like I should put it on a billboard <laughs> for a good time. Everybody's calling <laughs> yeah. you, man. <laughs> I can't hear. All right, so we met at the radio station. Um, yeah, and like we. Yeah, I mean, we we quick kind of became good, good buddies, man. Um, yeah. I was like, yeah. we just had a really good conversation. We kept having really good conversations about, like, I think we can, like I said, talk about anything, kind of explore ideas and stuff like that. So I think yeah. that was something that I found really cool. Mm. Um, yeah, man. So tell me about um, what got you into radio. What what led you in that direction? Yeah, it was it was almost like an accidental thing. Uh, at the time, I was hopelessly in love with this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so I dropped out of university for a little bit and I, I was, I was perplexed really mm-hmm. why, why this girl was into me mm-hmm. because um, she was like civil engineer, mm-hmm. had a life together and it got to the point where I was like, okay, what do I have? Well, I've got the podcast. So I was just literally like, no word of a lie yeah. going to like everyone in Perth. Hey, my podcast is around face to face just yeah. going, I was like, I've got to make, yeah. like, this is the only thing they had. So in my mind, I'm like, I've got to make the podcast work. Yes. And then through that, I kept on talking to people about the podcast and then met Isaac, obviously the founder of Youth Jam FM. I don't know what it's called now. It's, uh, you've talk, you've, you've talk, talk now. You've check talk. them out. You've talk radio. Check it out. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, and, and then we just got talking. Um, I was mentioning the fact that, you know, I, had recently uh, separated with uh, the co-founder mm-hmm. of the Power Passion podcast, Larry. Yep. And uh, Isaac and I got talking. Yep. Uh, I wanted to do some work. Yep. Uh, and uh, no one was hiring at that time, I suppose. Uh, uh, and I and I took the volunteer role. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it was good. That's awesome, man. And, we uh, raised some money for that fundraiser, if you yeah, remember. Man, yeah, man, we raised some We raised some money that morning. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, man, it was really good. Uh, I'm, I've met so many like good local talents, um, and I've made so many good mates actually from, <laughs> you know, yeah. being uh, around Isaac and uh, his team. Um, so shout out to those guys. Um, so let's move right into Power Passion Podcast, man. Sure. Um, you've been doing some just. It's amazing, man. Like you, real, uh, real indie, real yeah. indie kind of clips, haven't I? Yeah, but like also like the amount of people that you've had on so far, man. Yep. Like, so how many people did 54 you? Fifty-four podcasts. Fifty-four. Like that's yeah. that's pretty good, man. You uh you actually jumped in and started before this trend, um of doing podcasts. So like you you're ahead of the curve in some ways, and like yeah, I, um, I think I think I was if the floodgates were open a little bit. Yeah. I think I got in when the door was almost one third open <laughs> and that was already like there was so many podcasters when i started doing it and now it's 10x that amount yeah because everyone realizes it's a fantastic way to market yourself and I, I think once you start doing it and you will agree with this cliff surely um you realize that uh, there's so many people in the world you're gonna oh, get man. along with some people you aren't gonna get along with others yes and as long as you're being as authentic as you possibly can which which is interesting right because we're always going to want to put our best versions uh in front of on course. camera of course and in the public domain yes. so it's, it's a difficult thing yeah because I, I at a party if i say oh i'm trying to be authentic it's like what does that mean <laughs> what does that mean when you're online <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, like, and like we were just saying earlier, like, it's really hard because people are like, well, 
you, you know, like I, it seemed like you had one of my mates, like you seemed like you had everything together. And it's like, yeah, man. I mean, we're putting like forth our best selves, but like that's only a piece of us. We're like so complex as human beings. And I think we need to offer each other that room, yeah. that space, um, and that lot, not allow social media and people who use the platform, um, to like help build their business or whatever it, or their brand or whatever it is to like be jaded by the fact i mean we don't do it with stars right we know the stars don't put all their business out yeah or like people that we follow that we think is big but it's really interesting when like somebody that you know who's close to you local puts out like and we kind of like are like eh, like yeah. it's like nah it's the same thing like it, it is it is very we can't have those same biases i think like i think it's just weird like when you um and I, this person didn't have like any bias to, like we were like we we're good mates but i can sense that people have these biases it's like well, i think we all do yeah we yeah, all do it's yeah, very hard yeah. to escape them yeah and i but i think we need to be honest with ourselves oh 100 like, that we know, have them of course yeah and yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean and i think yeah. that that goes to a whole nother topic but tell me about the pa- power pa- passion podcast sure um yeah i like I, I keep wanting to dive into some of these uh, ideas only because I know you will go with me, but like I gotta stay on. Yeah, we got, we got time. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah. So the Power, Power Passion, Passion podcast. podcast started out. I wrote a short novel which was based on a compilation of blogs. Yeah. I sold around thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't keep the accurate number. People will say, "Come on, Mason, you said forty or when I met you out or whatever." Mm-hmm. Um, but. I sold quite a few copies yep, yep. Uh, of a book that can be best described as uh, free speech radicalism. Yep. I went uh, completely out there. Yep. Uh, I wrote on topics like uh, dating in the pickup mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. I wrote on topics like, uh, what else did I talk about? It's a long time ago since yep. I wrote that one. But more importantly, I just uh, mixed all the blogs together, yeah, finally yep. got a book out and... I did sell quite a few copies and a lot of people did support that. So I'm grateful for it. But I now know that it's important to use an editor uh, and I need to get a lot better with my grammar and structure with writing. So that book, um, the one of the buyers, his name was Larry. So he goes, I love it. I would, I would have charged more for, I would have paid more for your book. So I was like, okay, it's like, let's do the Joe Rogan thing. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I just stumbled into it. Yeah. Like, by absolute accident. Yep. And now Larry's going to have, like, different thoughts on this. The only reason that myself and Larry parted ways is because he personally was taking it as more of a hobby. Yeah. And because I was at university and I only had my hospitality work at the yes. time, I was taking it more seriously yeah, than he was. And we butted heads. Yep. But a fabulous guy, amazing dude, uh, yep. and I still am appreciative of all uh, the guests that we interviewed together. Shout out to Larry. Yeah, yeah. But but it was it was one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I get that. And I um and so books, man. Um, I know yeah. you've shared some of your books with me. I've gotten to read. Uh, sure. Uh, some of your stuff. Um, the rough go, and raw stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I mean, n- but that's good, Mason, man. Like, I think, you know, we're really hard on ourselves. And um, sometimes, you know, sometimes you got to put that first draft out there just so you can find the right editor, just so you can like have somebody like work through some of the stuff with you to tighten it up, to tighten up some of the ideas. So kudos, hats off to you for like even, you know what I mean? Like I think most people will never write a book and put out 
you know, their yeah. work and like be vulnerable. That's a place of vulnerability in itself. Um, and, you know, we, we can talk on that for ages. Um, but go ahead and talk about the books. Uh, I know you've authored a few. Sure. Um, yeah. Sure. Share, share with the people about your books. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, my upcoming book, uh, Algorithm Addiction, really does dive into putting scrutiny on the current social media mm-hmm. um, players. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, everyone will be familiar with what's going on uh, with the American regulators mm-hmm. uh, and uh, companies like Facebook, Amazon, Google. Uh, it came about through me reading a book called The Googleization of Everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's written by an American professor. Okay. I'll find uh, I'll find the link. Uh, we can yeah. leave it in this podcast for people that want to check for that sure. book out. I, I will recommend it. Just yep. goes to show the amount of like sheer influence and power yeah. Google has as a company. Don't get me wrong. I still want to use Google. <laughs> still want to use Google. Bro, every day. Yeah. yeah. Google taught me <laughs> a lot <go> today. <laughs> still let me search the browser. Please, Google. Um, yeah. But, um, and that kind of just led into this real, um, f- I describe it as a very funny, witty, entertaining piece of mm. technology satire. Okay. So it is political. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. I'm looking forward to uh, uh, getting a read of that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You uh, so you got two other books that you already have. Yes. So uh, the first book was Escaping the Victim Mindset, yep. and to be honest with you, that was hilarious because at the time I think I was feeling like a bit of a victim, yeah. and through writing that book, yeah. I, I think uh, through sheer will and uh, positive thinking, if you want to call yeah. it that. Um, but I, I tried to remain very real, yep. um, and that was something that I just needed to get out. So there are some passages within Escaping the Victim Mindset which are are done to provoke yeah. a reaction. Yeah. They're very controversial. They're very self-effacing. Yeah. Uh, it's designed to provoke an emo- emotional response. Yeah. Like, um, a, but, but you're saying of self, yeah? Yeah, because I was influenced a lot by um, Milo Yiannopoulos okay. at the time of writing that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's a very out there, outspoken, uh, well, overtly open about being gay. Yeah, yeah. And he's also uh, very much to the point got in on the whole, um, you know, he took uh, jabs at the female cast at Twitter. Yeah. So he was very much a, a living troll. Yeah, yeah. And he still does post <laughs> on YouTube. And I still don't mind Milo, but yeah, I yeah. think Milo, I would love to hear Milo's um, full context explanation of his political stances. Yeah. Because yeah. he seems to kind of get away with a lot. He's yeah. like, like a clown jester, you know? Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> and your second book? Yes, the second book is the one that I was referring Print to, Algorithm Edition. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, gotcha. I do have an, uh, a lot of unfinished uh, publications that yep, I'm yep. working on. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool, cool. Um, yeah, so check him out, guys. Uh, he is a great writer. I've gotten to start some stuff and um, looking forward to reading some more of his work. Um, Mason, man, uh, what don't you do, man? <laughs> <laughs> I don't date as much. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you probably don't got time to, dude. No, no, no. I do date, but not as much. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so obviously I've got quite a few things happening. I've got work. I've got my podcast. I've also got my social media platform, mm-hmm. which is Memefluencer. Yes, sir. You can check that link out below. Check it out. It's yeah. pretty good. So it's a, it's a social media site. We'll leave the links in uh, yeah. in this in this video on Instagram. And stuff yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. So it's literally just a social media site, Cliff, yep. where people can post memes and gifts. Yep. And we're also working very hard within the next five to ten years to create a real useful feature. Yep. For everyone to be able to have fun on social media, yeah. and and then we're very much trying to govern the platform differently from the current players like yes. Facebook or 
Insta- uh, Facebook's owned Instagram, but independently managed, obviously with Instagram. And there's a lot of things that are going on in social media and it's really yes. fascinating. And by the way, I think there are a lot of other competitors out there. Yeah. That people don't know about. Yep. Like uh, there's another app, uh, Lit. Okay. And I saw some marketing for their app. So yep, yep. check that out. I, I honestly want to see uh, one of the key purposes for setting up my social media company, mate, was to open the floodgates. Yeah. Because everyone's going, oh, they own a monopoly. No one can compete with them. No one can create with yes. them. No, can, no one can out innovate. Oh, well, I beg to differ. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's really good. I mean, that's a, like a, a really like positive, uh, optimistic and very strong and i think really forward minds and i remember when i um, when you first told me about main influencer and um yeah just the idea man and like now to see it like open up and it's like to see you lot, right? it. yeah it's i think my initial idea was to start start a search engine yeah yeah <laughs> man, like, like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so it's amazing <laughs> to see you like progressing with that man like yeah. uh and anybody who is looking to like jump on or like have some ideas yeah i'm pretty sure we're Mason redesigning is, the site by yeah. all means sign up if you like yeah yeah, yeah. Jump in with this guy, man. He's he's doing some stuff. He's not afraid to like jump in, test the waters and stuff. So, yeah. uh, that's cool, man. Um, and so yeah, man. So tell me about. I mean, obviously you kind of worked into like what you're doing now. Um, what what work are you doing? Um, you know, like uh, if you don't mind sharing uh, that you do for like money, make to make your money to like oh, put right. into your business and. Okay, so I can't say just because I don't want to yeah. put out. I mean, you can you can look it up. Everyone's got access right, to the internet. You can walk around it. <laughs> right, right, right. But I'm in the renewable energy Ew. industry. Let's talk about that as as is, so you don't have to get too information, too much information about sure. where you're working stuff. Sure. So, but like renewable energy, like are you a yeah. big believer? I mean, yeah, I, I am. I'm coming around uh, yeah. to it. I, I my my opinions of it uh, in the past were. We're non-existent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but more recently with working in the industry, I can see uh, the the sheer utility of uh, things like solar power, yep. wind power, um, obviously hydro. Yeah. There's a little bit of political underto- undertones which people are uncomfortable when it comes to nuclear. Of course. But there are a lot of uh, alternatives to uh, making sure that we're doing our best ability to reduce our carbon footprint yes. as human beings. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really good, man. Yeah, um, that's good. It's yeah. good to be inside now. Yeah. 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 See this industry. I mean, it's going to grow. It's going to continue to grow, right? Um, it's one of those... Uh, industries that's quite new um, but we know that it's the direction that we need to go in Um, yeah just on that um, if anyone is in the market for solar for example now if a person's contacting you on the phone you really want to ask these questions Mm -hmm. you want to ask them break down the technical components to the system Mm -hmm. in other words can they get their engineer on the phone for you yeah yeah can they get their yeah. technician, you yeah. know, the, the Sparky on yep. the phone for you. Can they get everyone on there for you? Because you mentioned it's relatively new. Mm-hmm. So the only problem with solar right now is there are cowboys around. Yeah, of course. So in other words, if you feel as though that they can't answer directly when they're trying to sell you on something mm-hmm. on the phone um, and they can't grab someone else to answer the question that they don't know the answer to, yeah, um, Get out, <laughs> get out, yeah, get out. Because yeah, there's a lot of stuff that ruins it for yeah, the um, that. the people that actually run quality uh, renewable energy companies. Okay, yeah, that's good to know. Um, that's good tidbit of information out there. Yeah, uh, yeah. 
So since we're, uh, I guess, on the podcast and, uh, you know, we got some time um, at you um, and we can talk about stuff for days. What are some of like the the big topics that you've been uh, talking about on the Power Passion t- uh, podcast um, yeah. that you've gotten a lot of maybe pushback from All or right. a lot of or uh, even positive response from like uh, where people like spell like pretty neutral. Yeah. I think I think uh, for a man of my size, I, 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 pe- people are pretty intimidated by me. <laughs> so, so, and I, I mean, I mean that I'm below six foot. I don't, I'm, I'm not like you know, blowing my own horn here. Ah, you know? no, you good, bro. <laughs> but, but yeah, no. Um, I think it's one of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Typically speaking, in Australia, no one's as out there mm-hmm. like that like a few people are yeah. and they own it yeah right of course. see i'll i'll talk about casual dating i'll talk about technology i'll talk about politics yeah and then i'll just do some things that i feel as though people will find value to yeah but i always try and encourage anyone that's listening to my content to think for themselves of course because i i'm aware of the self-help industry mm-hmm. and that mate half of these people that sell <laughs> these courses just want to get you addicted to the next best thing. Of course. So, th- not a lot of it. It's not practical. Yeah, I mean, we want people. We yeah. want you know, um, if somebody's without taking to action towards it, like yeah. you, you could read like, um, you know, fifty self help books. Yeah. And f- get that good feeling that you're advancing, whereas you're not. Yeah. Right? It's kind of like uh, the uh, the CEOs thing. Like yep. Most of them read fifty two or whatever books a year. Yeah. 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 Uh, do they really? Or is that a bluff? Yeah. I always like to question things. Well, I mean, yeah. I Ideally, like you like to think that the ones who are successful do, right? They, that they put in the time, they put in the work and the effort. But if they um, are successful, how much time do they have? To, they probably yeah, do, yeah. do make the time to read. Maybe, maybe they've got partners that they read together. Yeah. That's actually something I heard with like Hugh Jackman and his partner. They actually read Yeah, other. And uh, I, know, uh, I, I know people are hating on them right now, but Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, they do uh, they do puzzles together. They do yeah, like, they do big puzzles together, like yeah. thousand piece puzzles, you know, like, it's a regular thing for them. Where's my Melina Gates, man? <laughs> somebody to do puzzles with, bro. <laughs> yeah. Do a, do a or, puzzle or with someone, me. Someone <laughs> such a great memes with. <laughs> uh, may, may, maybe it's Selena Stop Mez. <laughs> she's Gomez. <laughs> this dude, check check him dad out. Check jokes, him out. Check, <laughs> check out the meme influencer, man. Um, so you uh, you said. You brought up the word in the beginning of the podcast uh, with your father, man. That made me like think. Um, you said stoic, um, man. Like I yeah. was listening, recently listening to some stuff on stoicism. Uh, why'd you use that word? Um, yeah, I use that word because I think this is typical for most uh, Australian, mm-hmm. and by that I mean uh, Caucasian Australian. Yeah, I think this applies to uh, a lot of the fathers that yeah. go out there. So. A typical Australian a father will go, it is what it is, mm-hmm. um, stay on the straight and narrow, yeah, all yeah. these kind of colloquialisms. And there is a lot of value to it yeah. because uh, these things are actually life lessons which I actually appreciate now yeah. more than ever. Yeah. But uh, they don't share their feelings as much. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by stoicism. And I know that that's not actually what yeah. stoicism is. Yeah. But I feel as though he, my dad is the first kind of role model role model or uh-huh. representative of masculinity that I that I knew when yeah, I was growing yeah, yeah. up. So and, and I think there's some value to be said for that. Cause like he's he's the soldier, he's the hero. Yeah, he's yeah. like he's unshakable. Yeah man. But, oh, man. but, These guys but get now on I'm with him, kind man. of back to the kind of like, you know, 
man to man with him because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm becoming my own person yeah, so, yeah. it's funny you say that man I think like I, I do find that like that people just kind of get on with it here uh, you know like should be alright <laughs> um, which um, is not uh, a negative thing in itself um, no. but, I, but I think it can have its uh, consequences too negative consequences um, and, and so it's interesting and, I mean that's kind of dive into I guess the feelings aspect of that um, and man, men sharing their feelings I think there's yeah. a time and a place for that but I think all um, all too often now um, one of the most important things is to be able to at least have a safe space where you can share your feelings um, with your, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. and then move on from it. Like, right. They should never, you should never waddle in them or whatever. No, the no. Are. It's just, um, okay. For instance, right. If I am uh, feeling down. Yeah. I, I have had moments where I'm like lifting weights, trying to boost my emotional state of mind. Yeah. And I've literally been bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, someone might say, oh, he's a pansy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm a pansy, but I'm lifting weights and crying. But, but, still, but, but that's the point, right? Is you can't keep all of it pent up inside of you. Of course not. It's you not have healthy. to have some form of an outlet to try and confront the emotion. Of course. Uh, because then otherwise, uh, it, it comes out indirectly in bad ways. Like yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. have like mini Freudian slips. Definitely. You know, where you're just like, you'll snap. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to take it out on that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. And it comes from not dealing with stuff, right? Yeah, um, and It's funny. I was just listening to this before. And um, it's, uh, it's a quote um, that many people may be f- familiar with. Um, and, it's, and it just comes from this idea that, like, we often sometimes um, are fighting ourselves, right? Like, he who fights with monsters might take care um, lest he thereby become a monster himself. And if he gazes into... Uh, the abyss for so long um, then the abyss also gazes into him like this idea that like you know we we need to be our own like therapist um, you know we need to become intimate with ourselves yeah. um, and so these times when we're vulnerable and we're under, you know what I mean? Like it's that's okay, yeah. um, but so for so long I think society has said to men that men like are not supposed to like. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean I I like that quote too. Um, another quote which is a similar take on what we're talking about is from the movie Vanilla Sky. Uh, so it's Tom Cruise. It's uh, well, I won't get into the plot. Let's not do that. But his good friend's a, a writer and he's, you know, Tom Cruise, typical, you know, Chad, he's, he's loving it. Yeah. Having the time of his life in this movie. But he goes, you know, mate, the sweet ain't as sweet without the bitter. It's <laughs> exactly what he's saying. So, so there's nothing wrong with feeling down. Yeah, man. Or, or depressed sometimes, yeah. or, or downright just, just down the dumps. Yeah, man. But the good thing is, there's always going to be another day. Yep. You're alive. Yeah, man. You've got a roof over, over your head. Yep. You've got friends. You've got family. You gotta find. And you're that always going to meet someone else that's worse off yeah, when man. you're feeling down. Do you ever find yeah, that? Yeah, I, man. I, I just randomly you meet people and you're like, oh, okay. Well, I've got nothing to worry about. <laughs> you know, and like, and like, and the reality is that you're not even like judging yourself. Because I, I always think like I'm not judging myself amongst. Like I'm trying not to judge myself amongst myself. Um, this is a quote that I grew up with. Um, but like, yeah, you do. Like, you know, it, you think that you have it bad, and then you see somebody who like just is like completely struggling. You can see it in their eyes. You can see. Yeah. Um, like the the sheer struggle. Um, I it was a, t- actually today I walked past a girl. Uh, she was on the phone and like actually she I mean she looked well put together and all this stuff. Um, 
And uh, but I just all she dropped the bread, her her Turkish bread, and it looked so good. And I was like, oh, so literally, literally I, was like, <laughs> I thought that was a euphemism. I was like, what, what's the Turkish bread? It was real Turkish bread. So the she boyfriend dropped, was there. No, she dropped. She was shopping. And she was on the phone, and like you could tell, she was kind of like stressed out. Yeah. And uh, I picked up her Turkish bread, and I like had this big old smile, and I was like, you dropped your bread. I'm like, it's the good bread too. And like she was just looking at me, and she was like. Thank you. I'm having like the roughest of days. And I'm like, man, that smile meant so much. Eh? Like yeah. it just like, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. amazing like how like just a little smile and look at somebody in the eye yeah. can just change somebody's who's there. And you can see like, like clearly tre- having a rough. Treating people in customer service well. That will 100% nine <laughs> times out of 10 make their day. Yes, and yeah. do you know why? Yep. Because people in customer service and sales know that for the most part, they know that the customer knows that, you know, you're there to serve them. So yes. if you can treat them with respect and dignity yeah, and human being and a smile and make them laugh, yep. you've made a, a next yep. best friend. Although yeah. a lot of young people don't know that. A lot of young people are working in retail and the customer service and they think that like... You end up hating people. <laughs> you're just like, uh, you probably should be in this industry. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, let's uh, be digress. <laughs> we basically just talk forever. Um, let's, uh, let's keep moving, bro. So... Um. So you you got your podcast, uh, renewable energy. Man, we've talked on a few things. Uh, obviously, we're going to share some links. Um, yeah. go ahead while we have a moment and share with uh the listeners, um, uh, my listeners and your listeners, um, where they can find you on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of sure, that. Sure, sure. So for YouTube, uh, it's the Power Passion Podcast. Also have a. Uh, content for me influencer so you just have to type in me influencer that's m-e-m-e-f-l-u-e-n-c-e-r mm-hmm. uh, on instagram you can find me it's mason devereaux smith mm-hmm. and you'll just be able to see that uh, mm-hmm. in the in the content there you'll be able to see the my yeah. name there you'll be able to enter that um and then you can check me out pretty much uh, wherever else whatever social medias you use. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, guys, I got Mason, uh, in the studio. It's, it's really good to have him on. Like he, he's had me on power of passion. We got into some really deep stuff that, uh, yeah. that conversation. Had. I hope everyone enjoyed that. Cause <laughs> I, I feel as though this is one of those conversations where Cliff and I know each other pretty well <laughs> yeah. outside of this space. Yeah. So I hope people could keep up with what we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry, sorry if we just sound like we're that talking. I, about I blame myself. <laughs> a lot of gibberish. We, I'm trying to keep it organized. <laughs> um, loose cannon over here. <laughs> we we will talk in circles and then come back to a point and like and just start laughing. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, I uh, you got me thinking though um, about like this um, this feelings thing because I, I I'm I'm myself and working through this. So let's explore this a little bit more. I know I can do this with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, Aisha. I was listening to her today, so that was like somebody I was listening to. She's more of a young philosopher. I'll send her some some stuff from you. But she said most people are indifferent to your existence, um, and like it made me like laugh. <laughs> What's your take on that? Like, <laughs> I agree. I agree. So the reason I agree is, uh, have you ever heard of the tombstone test? It's a big thing in itself. Okay, good. So the tombstone test is, you know, how would you like to be remembered? Mm-hmm. What's going to be on your tombstone? I'll go a little uh, bit further. Yep. How many people besides your friends and family that are alive will attend your funeral? Mm. You, in other words, 
I don't think anyone can go, I am going to be that much of a beloved human being that I'm going to have thousands of human beings at my funeral. Yeah. And that ties in nicely with what she said about pe- people are typically speaking indifferent. <laughs> 100%. Because if you think about it, people have their own lives. Yeah, yeah. They've got their own stuff to this go through. This is true. That we, we can't all be um, a giant uh, tribal village. Yeah. Uh, we could be, but I mean, that's something yeah. for another podcast. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Like, um, yeah, I'm just throwing stuff at you because I know you'll play around with me. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Girl, why are you playing with me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and... Um, another thing that came up today that in my like self reflection, and uh, you you can play around with this. Um, um, it says if you if you're honest with yourself, you can't always be good for everyone else. Talk to me about that. I know sure. you. I know you've been in some interesting deep places well, yourself. I, I, too, yeah, so. I I think uh, I actually kind of need to take a step back away from that quote yeah, yeah. just because I am very introspective about everything that I do yeah, yeah. so uh, for example uh, with my social media company mm-hmm. now it's a meme based social media platform right yeah. now which means it's fantasy it's, it's escapism but everyone knows if they watch The Social Dilemma on Netflix exactly what happens behind the scenes with the company's in social media like Facebook, Pinterest, and Instagram yeah. that have scaled. They use uh, what's called predictive analytics. Yeah, yep. So they'll take in all of your data mm-hmm. and they'll they'll work out exactly how to get your attention. Yes, of course. Th- your attention is worth money. Yeah, of course. Because if you can get more eyeballs on the platform, then there's potential to sell more advertising space. And that's, that's one way that software can make money. But I also want to... I want to sell... Uh, streetwear yeah on the site so with like the basic thing the vision statement is to revolutionize the internet through memes yep, yep. i think it'd be cool to like wear a shirt i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna wear my own shirt has revolutionized the internet on the back can, can we do it can we do it i don't know i'm gonna give myself a little bit more time <laughs> but but yeah i'm, I'm 100 percent introspective because yeah. i didn't start the company because i thought oh, like i love social media yeah. no, no 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 i started the company because i literally think that social media is a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an entrepreneur or as a meme entrepreneur, as I call myself, yep. um, if you're not solving a problem, what's the point? Yeah. I think this is a huge problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to be the only participant that solves it. Yeah. Of course. I, I want to have a helping hand in it, though. Yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. Yeah. Pushing something forward. Um, <laughs> I like that. I like that you uh, <laughs> push back on that a little bit. Um, um, I'm just throwing stuff at you now because <laughs> we got a little time and then we'll move toward like toward the end. Uh, so I'm just throwing stuff at Mason, guys. Uh, like I said, no, we can talk. We can talk for hours. Um, uh, let's see. Good people versus honest people. As in which I prefer? Yeah. <sighs> honest. Honest. Yeah. Why'd you go to honest route? Because... I think honesty, mm-hmm. no matter how it's spoken, mm-hmm. comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yeah, because I find, um, like, if you go out on a night out, right, yep. and you've got acquaintances, so they're not really your friends, but yeah, they yeah, know yeah. of you, mm-hmm. uh, 
some of them become a bit of like yes men. Yeah. Like, Whoa. No, yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need someone to tell me, hey, Mason, your tire's crooked. <laughs> hey, Mason, look at the shoe. You know, I need yeah. someone to just take the piss out of me. Yeah. So like, keep yeah. you keep yeah. you grounded. I like that. Yeah. Because because good. Like, I don't didn't go with good because I was just like, oh, we're just like, oh, we get into what makes up a good person. Yeah. 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 I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah. Um. Um. I. So. I, I'm just playing with ideas here. Cool. We live in a culture where everybody wants to be or feel emotionally safe all the time. Do you agree or disagree? It's becoming that way, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's it may or may not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the most part, it's a benefit mm-hmm. uh, for society at large. Yep, yep. I think this is a good thing. But... I like to take some old age wisdom from the Australian baby boomers. So my parents, common sense will always apply. Um, You can't, we can't, I suppose, create a world in which everyone's super self-aware, super emotionally intelligent, and we don't respect what another person is going through. Because half the time when a person is, uh, I suppose not able to communicate properly yes. is behaving in a certain way it's 90% of the time not a conscious thing maybe yeah and if it is a conscious thing then that's like the exception to the rule we're talking about like the Epstein's the you know Bundy's of the world <laughs> but but I think it'll come up from upbringing they might have just come out of a divorce you know there's a lot of things that yeah. will, will make a, a person uh, have uh, leniency and time for the for a benefit of the doubt type thing for people that are more on top of what they're doing in life yeah, and what yeah. we're talking about in, in uh, you know creating a more emotionally intelligent kind of yeah world. yeah yeah okay yeah okay cool cool all disagreement is not hate yeah no I hundred percent agree with that one <laughs> all disagreement is not hate no yeah no no because um yeah no. Yeah, um, that's all that's I got. That's all I got. Yeah, I agree with that one. <laughs> all right, let's keep it moving, man. I just, uh, this is, yeah, some stuff that I've been like thinking about, and I'm like, ah, basic, basic can play around with this stuff. I know he can like talk. Um, <laughs> I know I'm hitting you, and he's just like, I can do other things. I promise. I promise. <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's jump back around to um, some of the things that I know. Um, yeah, so we got a few more moments here, and um, you've shared with the people a lot about your um, your journey, and um, and that's been great. It's been lovely to have you here. Um, you came in um, with something that we were talking about, and this is all, and it was so funny because it's also been what, like I said, I was thinking about today, what I was kind of like journaling about, um, and. And I'll have you explain it if you want to, um, because you kind of had a laugh about it. And I know, like, I'm still working through this whole idea um, and, like, working through what it looks like for myself. Um, But virtue signaling, um, you you, you brought up the idea and we kind of had a little laugh about it. I was talking about it in uh, the business space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But, like, I I think. Oh, just in general? Yeah, in in general. Like, go ahead and, like, explain to my, like, so virtue signaling, um, if you want to explain what it is and. And then we'll kind of like jump into like okay so let's use this example yeah, yeah so we've got a working class family and then we've got an upper class family mm-hmm. now the upper class family runs a company mm-hmm. that produces coffee mm-hmm. for the working class family mm-hmm. now 
in order to appeal or market their coffee at the barista that they have, mm-hmm. the upper class family will sometimes signal their own virtue, a form of woke capitalism in order for the working class to buy their coffee. Mm-hmm. Now that, that in itself is just off the top of my head, but that's exactly what I'm talking about because I feel as though young people mm-hmm. can see straight through that. Mm-hmm. It's like the Pepsi commercial <laughs> with, um, with Kendall Jenner. <laughs> like I, I, I understand where it's coming from, like Pepsi, but is Pepsi really going to solve the world's <laughs> racism, the world's <laughs> hatred? Is it really going to do that? No, no. It's kind of like the old Kirk Coke commercial. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like a, a re-spin of that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think the younger generations, and I'm not even talking about millennials now, I'm talking about Gen Alpha. Like, mm-hmm. they, they can see straight through that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like the fact that everyone's kind of just being a sheep. Yeah, and yeah. And doing that, I understand it's one hundred percent a public, it's, r- it's a public r- relations thing. But it's funny it's we talk about stakeholders, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. funny we talk about virtue signaling though, because like, isn't sign like um, signaling in itself signaling your um, virtue? Yeah, yeah, like is isn't signaling in itself um, a part of who we are as as human animals? You know, like, yeah, like, no, one hundred percent. Like, yeah, like on, we, we signal, on its, we yeah, signal on its fundamental level, one hundred percent. Besides the example that I use, one hundred percent. There's nothing. So, no, no, there's nothing, nothing yeah, wrong yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I think, but it can be overdone. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, yeah. I mean, and that's why people get irritated with like the whole idea of virtue signaling and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm still trying to like work through the term and like kind of dissect it myself. Yeah, it's, so. it's one of those terms that you'll hear from it's a, a buzzword. That, yeah, it's, it's a buzzword from people that you know use the word snowflake, watch, watch <laughs> Fight Club. You know me. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I think as as like, I mean, you listen to any like psychologist they talk about like what we do to signal right like we yeah. we i mean even on facebook or instagram like you know when we want to show that we are like mm. yeah like we are human animals and we like yeah. we 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 do it we signal all th- many things all the time i'll give you know? another example right so i know a friend of mine mm-hmm. who knows a pastor mm-hmm. this pastor didn't really know uh, a young man who unfortunately passed away, uh, died by his own hands of suicide. Mm-hmm. He made a social media post, and within that social media post, he plugged, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Within that social media post. Now, I know for a fact that he didn't know that human being that well, mm-hmm. and I thought that was indelicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was signaling his virtue. He was doing his thing, mm-hmm. and sure, go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't agree with it but he did it. Yeah. And that's well within, he's his own human being. He's yeah. allowed to do that. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's an example of signaling a virtue. Yeah. You don't necessarily, it might not, it might not be a vital thing to do at the time. I yeah. think timeliness is huge <laughs> when it comes to this kind of stuff. Timeliness is important in like yeah. many aspects, man. <laughs> it's funny you say this. Um, uh, just another quote that I came past today. Self-care is also not arguing with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. Which is um, something from Aisha. Again, I'm, I'm going a lot of uh, shout out to her, um, but like it was just Get that her was on, a part man. of my like. It, I would love to. Uh, it was like a, one of my, like I said, journaling. I like to sit with people, like sit with their ideas, kind of like do my research on them. Sure. Um, and I was just like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I think you. I think what I found with find with you, man, is that like um, it's a good way for us to segue. Is that like you? Um, I'm really committed to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I think 
uh, one of the best things that you're doing is like you're thinking about this self-care stuff, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Um, and I think you're doing the right thing, right? Um, people will try to misunderstand, will deliberately just misunderstand you, right? Like without getting course, to know you um, because social media can never give the whole picture. And nobody, like I said, nobody's yeah. giving it down. But, but the funny thing about that, Cliff, mm-hmm. is if someone, you know, uh, <laughs> says something on a YouTube comment, yeah. I might meet that person out in person in, in the <laughs> real world, in the real world, and they'd be my best mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. So man. everyone knows that for the most part, yeah. a lot of the internet is a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a yeah. joke, you know? Um, so um, let's keep it moving, man. Uh, I guess I always ask like these little transition questions um, toward the end of uh, the podcast, toward our time. Um, I hope our listeners are enjoying themselves. Um, shooting straight off the top of my head. <laughs> top three top three movies top three movies yes okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat a little bit here (laughs) so i'm gonna put a trilogy in Uh so it's the before sunset sunrise at midnight series with uh ethan hawk and julie deeply okay that's for your uh hopeless romantics out there (laughs) watch that uh i can't go past pulp pulp fiction yeah um and then i think the final one for me would have to be Let's just go with Inception. Inception. I, had, I had my first Inception's kiss great. in the movie theater. I was watching Inception. <laughs> Can you imagine that? That's literally, literally my first kiss. Whilst, deep, whilst, whilst, I don't know if it was when the the pendulum was like spinning the little little um whatever what they call it <laughs> yeah. the Beyblade yeah, thing. Yeah, we, we were just like questioning. I was like, you know what? <laughs> just, just going for a kiss. That's intense. <laughs> and um, uh, favorite. Top three artists, top three songs, and yes, like at the moment, a, a top top three uh, music artists e- or songs. Either way you want to go. Either way, either way. Okay, um, I have to go right now. I'm loving Machine Gun Kelly. Yep, I love it. Yep. Um, I can't look past Simple Plan too. Yeah. Simple Plan's great. Um, and then I'm a Stones fan. Okay. Yeah, I love listening to the Stones, yeah. having like a, a casual glass of wine and yeah, yeah. doing some work. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's actually happened. I kind of like recall my memory back. I need to do that. Yeah. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I've been meaning to do that. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, <laughs> Talked myself into it. <laughs> and yeah, man. Um, so if you could ha- leave um, any young person, old person, um, mom or dad, anybody listening to the at the table with Cliff Hurt. Um, if you could leave them with any inspiration, any encouraging words, what would that be? Sure, um, sure. So for anyone that's listening, I think it's important to realize that we don't always need to be inspired mm-hmm. because we can try and remain content. Yeah. A lot of people will try and say, do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Happiness is short-lived. Happiness is something you feel whilst you're driving a new car. Happiness is something you feel when you're in a new relationship. Happiness is just short and fleeting. You should mm. try and aim for contentness. There's nothing wrong with being happy, by the way. So if, you, if you're yeah, happy yeah, 100% yeah, yeah. of the time, go for it. I like to be happy. But content is great. <laughs> content is great. But yeah, being content is like really, really good. Um, and I'm going to ask you this tough question and we'll leave off with some gratitude. In your, in your opinion, what is the purpose and meaning of of life 
Reproduction. I'm sorry. It is true. I've gone away Have from, you, did from, you, uh, from spirituality. Pa- was it Paul, Reproduction was it is, Paul, is the what, purpose. What is it? Paul Bloom uh, from, uh, was it, yeah, is he from Yale? Like, he's just like, I mean, really, you know, there's like, a few purposes, but yeah, that's like one of the main things. I'll, I'll know when I get there. Oh, no, is, is, that, is it another answer? <laughs> Oh man, that's funny you say that. Like, uh, yeah, I was just listening to Paul Bloom. That's the like, obvious one. Yeah, that's the like, obvious that's answer the, to that's the, the big. Yeah, it is yeah. the truth. I mean, like we, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Do you, did you know that? Like, yeah, no, like, I'm not gonna get into like the scientific stuff of it, but like, yeah, it's just weird, man. Like, do you know that? Like, I mean, obviously, the male, like, we become like the bigger creatures, but like our male, like, sperm are like really, really small, and then whereas in like the woman obviously carries like the egg, everything around the egg. And like like this actually bigger like what do you call it like I mean host she's the host um, sure and like yeah the way I'm never gonna call any of my days the host by <laughs> the way <laughs> sorry I had to it's just weird okay don't get me to get into like you getting the gay male to get into like <laughs> like biology off the glass of wine anyway the guy uh, from, like he was he was like explaining it and he's just like whoa and he was just showing how like um, it's just weird how nature kind of like did things and anyway um, he kind of jumped into how um, yeah like uh, how science should show that like when uh, a woman is uh, ovulating she's more attracted to like a uber masculine face versus when she's not I've like, heard that yeah, yeah like, the more like the, the, the chat yeah, like, Sylvester Stallone's the just, uh, Chris Hemworth really of the world yeah. <laughs> just interesting things about us as humans yeah. <laughs> human animals uh, anyway um yeah, man. Uh, let's see. I, I got a few more questions. We got a little more time. Sure. Uh, sure. Uh, during what period of your life, talking about that happiness, you're talking about contentment, but during what period of your life um, were you the happiest and why were you so happy? Oh, God. I'm going to sound like a hopeless romantic here. Um, my first ever girlfriend. Yeah. T- tell me about it. Head over heels. I think the first, so we're together for six months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very short term, but... I'd say for the first three to four months, happiest mm-hmm. I've ever been. I think it was due to the fact that I finally found a person that was willing to go all in for me. Yeah. Like she was th- throwing all of her love chips towards me. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, you know, I um, I flirted. So I it takes two to tango, but yeah. I very much was the person that messed that one up. Yeah, but yep. I, was, I was happy with it. Um, we used to study together. We used to talk together after I had finished a hospitality yeah. f- uh, shift. She'd stay up for me at like two to three in the morning. She was an amazing girl. Yeah. And she's doing well. Yep. She's got a medical degree now. She's great, got a new great. boyfriend. Like, she's going great. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> if you know who we're talking about, if you are the person, shout out to you. Shout out to you for doing good. But I was very happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, thanks for sharing that, man. Um, thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for being honest with me on the show. Sure. Um, I appreciate you being here. Um, I like to end with, uh, so obviously we talked about like your story. And then like, like I said, guys, we like, I did, I guess probably a little bit different here. Like me and Mason can talk for days. I'll probably chat. have him back because we can just yeah. chat and talk and uh, check out his podcast, Power Passion Podcast. Um, we were talking, I was talking about some honest and uh, vulnerable things there. Um, but we like to end here with like a little gratitude. Um, so maybe three, three, the three things that you're grateful for. Um, yeah, uh, I'm grateful for the teams that I have. Yep. Um, with both podcast and yep. my company, yep. I'm also grateful for my loving family. Yeah. And I'm grateful for the fact that I uh, 
and finally getting a lot better. I'd say 95% comfortable in my skin. Yeah, I man. leave that. I don't know why the 5% is missing. <laughs> we'll work that out. Nobody's perfect, bro. Yeah, exactly. exactly <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. We all need... Yeah, man. That's good, man. Being comfortable yeah. in your skin is an important thing. You yeah. know? Um, yeah. And it's powerful. Um, well, Mason, yes. thank you so much for being here, man. Um, yeah, I, I look forward to more chats. Uh, we'll definitely leave um, the links to your platforms down at below. Sure. Um, you can check them out on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Just on that. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Just, just a bit of a side note. Um, now it's the first version of the software. Yeah. It, it's a social media platform. Uh, I want... All types of feedback. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So if you think the platform, you're never going to use it in a million years, but you think, you know what, I would like it to improve here, then mm -hmm. by all means, tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, getting that feedback is really good. Constructive yeah. criticism. Um, yeah, that's how we everyone's thinking, I don't want to give you data. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to He's get data, data from me. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's always up to something, hey. <laughs> I'm trying to remain transparent <laughs> what we're doing there. Yeah, man. No, I, it's so good to have you, man. And um, yep. um look forward to seeing uh, your success um, and keep working hard, man. Uh, cheers to more, more drinks. Uh, cheers, oh, man. Cheers, cheers bro. Thanks, man. <laughs> cheers.